so yeah, this episode's a day late. Yeah, I have a lot going on, but this episode will be out now. And um, just apologies in advance. The audio was a bit off. My um, guest uh, audio, they had a lot of background noise. Like that's kind of how it was, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, apologies for that one. And I will not be doing an episode next week, but I will be back. Uh, at the beginning of May with a new episode. So yeah, I hope you all enjoy. Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and this week I am joined by Barney Metcalf again for this movie. (laughs) Fucking hell. Oh god. And this week, uh, first of all, apologies that last week's episode didn't come out when it was supposed to. I tried uploading it to the site that, like, hosts the podcast, and it just wasn't uploading, so it's a couple days late, so apologies. But this one should be out, hopefully, when it's supposed to. And for this week's episode, we're going to be looking at the Evil Dead franchise. So that's the Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness... Evil Dead, the 2013 remake slash reboot, and Ash versus Evil Dead. Uh, so I rewatched the movies for the purpose. I mean, I did not get the time to rewatch the show, but you know, I watched it recently. So I give the Fast and the Furious franchise a lot of stick for their bizarre naming conventions, but <laughs> the Evil, Evil Dead's a, it's a bit of a shambles in terms of names. <laughs> Kind of, I think. I mean, they couldn't call. I mean, Army of Darkness was going to be called the Medieval Dead, which is an amazing. Yeah, and that, I think that would have fixed it a little bit, but that still doesn't. But they couldn't call uh, it. Get rid of the fact that the Evil Dead, and then yeah. the next one, oh, we'll drop the and then add add the two. Yeah, fine. Then Army of fine, Darkness, yeah. which you know, shame. Yeah. And then the remake slash reboot slash whatever it is is just Evil Dead. They drop the the again. Yeah, mm. and then it's and then the new one is Evil Dead Rise, which is what we're tying this into. Um, I mean, that, that's fine, I guess, because they're at least adding another yeah. word in this. And I guess because it's not got Ash in that, as far as we know. I don't know. He, could, I don't know. Maybe Ash or someone could be in Evil Dead Rise. I, I legitimately would be very happy if he was, to be honest, because I just I'm gonna lay my cards on the table. I'm going to be very positive during this episode. I th- I think the Evil Dead franchise is, like, honestly, one of my favourite franchises just ever. Ooh. Like, I, I, I really... I love all of these films, and the show as well. I think it's all great. And honestly, if Ash or anyone from Ash vs. Evil Dead is in Evil Dead Rise, that will be, like, my Avengers Endgame moment, where I'm just like... <laughs> And I'm just like, yes, this is what I, this, just, you know, and I said this to someone who really Someone's being attacked by a guy, and then in the foreground, a chainsaw gets lifted up into shot and gets, yeah, and and you'll be like, it's happening. Yes, because. And and it'll shoot something in the face with a boomstick and say, swallow this, and you'll be like, he did it, he said the line, he said the thing. Yeah, and I'll just be like, groovy, and I'll be like, yes, because, that's good. That's a good point, right? Yeah, because uh, recently Bruce Campbell said, "Yeah, I'll do Evil Dead Four with Sam Raimi," and I'm like, "Good," because I I want Evil Dead Four. I know he's very. I know Bruce Campbell's a bit older Make it now, happen. but like, 
I am kind of disappointed that we haven't got an Evil Dead 4 with it, with Ash. So hopefully, we get <coughs> Evil Dead 4. I hope. I don't know. It depends what Sam Raimi does, basically. It's all up to him, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, to sort of start talking about the film sort of individually. Um, so I watched these for the first time a couple of years ago, and I watched the 2013 Evil Dead last year, but I rewatched them all for this, and I also watched Ash vs. Evil Dead last year, which I started rewatching, but I didn't get to finish rewatching for the purposes of this. But I watched it. I, I watched it recently enough. I, yeah, I watched. I rewatched Ash vs. Evil Dead for the first time. Yeah, last year recently. So I, I don't feel a need to have to. I'm not as worried about not getting it finished in time for this. Basically, um, so yeah, to, to sort of start the Evil Dead, Sam Raimi's. Well, well hang on, before, before we talk about that, have you seen Within the Woods, the the short film that these films are based on? No. Me though, good start. Okay. Oh yeah, I guess for background, it's worth mentioning that um, that's where it started. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a proper low-budget short film that had a budget of like one and a half thousand dollars, and then they got more money and they made it into a feature film. I don't really have that much to say. Like I said, I've not seen it, but yeah, I know. I mean, The Evil Dead is technically is Sam Raimi's debut, but. He also did a film called It's Murder, which I think is technically a film, but I don't really count it. I don't really think it's a debut. It's not really, it's like a Super 8 film he made. It's not like a proper, I don't think it it was theatrically released or anything. um, But yeah, The Evil Dead came out in 1981. I think it's a very good film. I think some of it isn't, is a bit dated, um, Tree Rape, yep. which is maybe one of the most, I mean, I said, I mean, I don't, I think that's it. I, the Evil Dead films, I don't find them to be exploitative, but that moment is very bad. I, I don't think, I think. It feels very of the era it was in yeah. where they'll just throw in a really horrible. Yeah. And I mean, so pleasant. Yeah. And Sam Raimi himself has been like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. I was just, I was, I was a bit much, which is like, fair enough. It's very, it's a bad move. yeah, but it, it feels like it's like, it's sort of in that sort of like shock comedy type. I don't, I mean, I don't think it's meant to be like comedic, comedy, but it feels like it's something that you would see in like, it's like something that's meant to be, I guess like sort of shock value type. Um, you know, sort of like what trauma films are, that where James Gunn started in that, you know, it's just very, yeah, shocking and gratuitous for the sake of it, as opposed to a genuine um, necessity. I mean, I, th- I think it's a shame that we never got a proper wacky um, talking tree scene, like Little Shop of Horrors Audrey 2-esque, like, <laughs> yeah. visual effect, yeah. Because that defi- that's definitely in, in keeping with the series. Because the series... Yeah, maybe, maybe not a talking tree, but certainly a, an animate tree. Yeah, but... I think... Because my sort of thing with the Evil Dead films is I know that... I think the second... Two in Army of Darkness are comedy, like horror... Well, I think Evil Dead 2 is a yeah. horror comedy and Army of Darkness is more of just like an action comedy. I don't think 
Army of Darkness isn't yeah. a horror film in the sort of traditional. No, no, it's sense. not. I don't and I, I well, I mean, there's some horror elements, but yeah, it's not horror. It's not really. I mean, you got zombies, effectively, but that's not the same thing, you know. Yeah, no, exactly. There are staples of horror things, but they're not. It's not portrayed as directed in a way that's meant to be horrific. Yeah. yeah. But the Evil Dead is very firmly a horror film. I. I, and I maybe there's some elements of it that are meant to be like sort of comedic, but I never really got that. I feel like it's and it's a very dumb. Yeah, I never find it that funny. And I mean, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I've definitely heard people say like it is meant to be a horror comedy, but I never find. And that's why that's one of the reasons people don't like the 2013 Evil Dead because it's not a comedy. And I'm like, the original Evil Dead is barely a, is like not even a comedy. Like, what do you? Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think you can get shirty about that when the original film isn't you know, comedic at yeah, all. Yeah, um, but yeah, the Evil Dead. Um, so yeah, I guess Bruce Campbell is the the face of the franchise, and I really like Bruce. Campbell. I mean, is it? I really like Bruce Campbell. I think in in this first film, I mean, he he was he wasn't really an actor at this point. He was just kind of one of Sam Raimi's mates or something, wasn't he? Yeah. And basically, if you, you look at Ash in this first film, obviously he isn't what he is known for, generally. Yeah. This, is, this isn't Ash as he is best known. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just a guy. And then in 2 and yeah. Army of Darkness, he becomes that sort of hero that he's renowned for. And Ash vs. Evil. The, the kind of, yeah, the, the action macho. Yeah, with thrown out I mean, the one Whereas this one feels very much sort of played straight, as straight as, you know, this kind of film can yeah. be. Yeah, see, he's just a normal guy that wants to spend, you know, a weekend away at a cabin with his mate. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, this is sort of one of the, this is sort of the film that sort of created that sort of sort of stereotype, I feel like, of horror. I, I, yeah, I wanted to mention. Cabins in yeah, the woods. A, you know. a subgenre of, of horror, yeah. And um, I think it's one of the best. I mean, yeah, I think it's. I, mean, I think it's. I think it's a great concept. I, yeah, I, I, always, I, I do like that as a. I uh, I've said I I, don't, I'm, I feel like I must have mentioned this before. I've definitely said this before off podcast that I really connect with films with characters that are stuck in one location, and that's what these first two Evil Dead films and the 2013 one as well. They're all stuck basically in the cabin. You know, that's like all the action takes place in and around the cabin, you know. And, like, they try to leave, but they can't, so they're just stuck at the cabin, and that just is something that really works for me. Like, just the, uh, you know, films films like The Thing and 12 Angry Men as well, really, and Reservoir Dogs, for some of it, are kind of in that sort of similar ballpark, you know, characters stuck in one location, and it's just the tensions and the and the paranoia and all that. And in, in, in I mean, I wouldn't say that... This film has those things. No, it doesn't have those things, but just the idea of being stuck in one spot and not being able to leave is quite unnerving. And it's, and it's, and it's just that... It's... I, I agree, but I, I personally, I never fully get that from this film. Like, we have the scene where, you know, somebody gets um, exploited, shall we say, by a tree. Um, yeah. and then later on one of the characters says, oh, the trees aren't going to let us leave. And I feel like just because mm-hmm. we've, you know, we've been told that, I feel like I, I personally need more of a, you know, 
here is exactly what it is that's not letting us leave. You know, show me that. But I guess because... I, I guess a lot of my complaints can kind of be written off by saying, well, they only had so much money. <laughs> um, yeah. But... Um, I, yeah. I think this is a film that very much... It does also have to deal with the fact that the budget is very minimal. They're, they did not have a lot I, of They money. make most of it, though, I think. Yeah. I, they I do, do well. know that they ran out of money while they were shooting it, so they just had to halt production for a bit because they're like, fuck, we, we don't have the money. And then <laughs> actors left to do other projects, so they had so they, there's, there's various uh, scenes where actors had left, but they couldn't use them anymore because they had just left. So they had to edit around it or shoot like just their hand or something or shoot them from behind because they're like, oh, fuck. We yeah, I, I remember that um, at one point, Character Scotty was played by Sam Raimi or Ted Raimi, I think. Yeah, Ted Raimi, I think, was one of the. He filled in when that character gets turned into a deadite, so yeah. I think it was him. There were uh, shemps, is the the phrase they used to describe to to the the job title effectively of those people, and it was basically <laughs> just all the basically a ton of behind the scenes. You know, yeah, Ted Raimi and Sam Raimi, and I think they all stepped in to, for, to do something, and I think that is a, um, you know, and again, this, this, I, I, I also really appreciate low budget films and low budget filmmaking. You know, it, it goes back to films like Clerks. You know, is a very, um, is a very, you know, sort of small, very cheap film. I mean, whereas I think Clerks has a lot more, you know, that is, this is a low-budget film, and it, we are writing it as if we have no money. Mm. Um, I think this film has more ambition than, than Clerks does, definitely. Oh, yeah, I mean, Clerks is just people in a convenience Just people store. talking in a shop for, <laughs> for an hour and a half. Minutes, yeah, whereas this has got, you know, there's demons and there's all sorts of me makeup and blood and visual effects it is an incredibly ambitious I mean, film yeah and i think that ambition really lives and comes across thanks to sam raimi as a director yeah um i well we haven't even really touched I, on I, sam I, think, raimi. I mean i don't know about the other two because i think other elements get stronger in those ones but certainly in this first one i think it, it lives through its direction yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Sam Raimi. To just touch on Sam Raimi, um, I really like Sam Raimi. Um, I, 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 I mean, I haven't seen. I've seen. I mean, all I've seen of his films are the Evil Dead films, the Spider-Man films, and Doctor Strange too. That's all I've seen. I've not gone. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm so glad that I've only seen his franchise films. But I mean, those are amongst his best films. I would. I mean, there's very much considered amongst his best films. I, I think. Uh, most of his filmography. They're the ones that people talk about the most, yeah. definitely. Um, and, I, and I really like those films. I, I, I think he's a very... He, he, very, he very much works in a style. He, he doesn't... He's not sort of able to... Change... Like, the sort of scripts he, he writes... He sort of, like... 
He's not able to sort of change. He's not his... really. A, he's not really a, a genre chameleon, but he does yeah. what he does really well. Yeah, he he works at the level he. Yeah, he's being. Yeah, yeah and um, so yeah, you know, and I mean, he is a writer. He he writes as well. You know, he wrote one of he wrote the Hudsucker Proxy, which I've heard is actually not bad. Oh yeah, which is um. That's a Coen Brothers film. They usually consider to be quite good. Yeah, and I mean, Cohen, the Coen Brothers are very. I don't. I've never, I've never covered the Coen Brothers on here. I feel like I need to at some point. Um, but I, yeah, I really like Sam Raimi. His his type, his style of writing, very much works for me. It's a very, I think, and I think a lot of people don't get what he does. Like even like Spider Man Three, a lot of people hate. And I'm just like, guys, it's meant to be funny though. Like that's the. It's the point. It's meant to be a, a, you know, Peter Parker isn't meant to be cool. Yeah, I, I find it a bit weird within that film, but I wouldn't. I, I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't actually find, you know, emo Peter funny. Yeah, but like, it's not meant. He's, but I think a lot of people think you're meant to find emo Peter Parker cool, and it's like, no, you're not. That you're meant to be lying no. at him. It's, 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 it's very purposely. Funny. It's just. It's still a bit weird within that film though it's a bit weird but the way he's acting is very much in keeping with his character you know and i uh, but yeah no i i really really love uh sam raimi i do i, I love his spider-man films as well i think those are uh, i say that that's where i like him the most i think um yeah spider-man 2 is a, one of the most is a very important well i mean his his raimi trilogy is very important to me and uh we may be covering them at some point in the future but yeah, uh, the Evil Dead. Yeah, the, I I really like these. I really like the Evil Dead. I, I think, and I do find it to be actually quite scary. I actually think it's bits of it. Oh yeah, some of it. it is. I I don't find Evil Dead Two or Army of Darkness scary. I mean, I don't think Army of Darkness is meant to be scary. No. Army um, of Darkness isn't even trying. <laughs> yeah, but I I actually did also find the 2013 Evil Dead to be quite. I don't know. Scary isn't the word I would use, but it's. Def I found it a lot more unnerving. It got reactions from me that I think it was going for. Um, but yeah, I I like this first Evil Dead film. There's not that much to talk about, honestly, with it. It's just, you know, a bunch of people in a cabin and then they die. Um, <laughs> you know, and, they, and, and I think it's, you know, and um, I, 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 I did read a story that um, there's a bit where, I think, is it Scotty? Like or someone like they shoot a gun out of a window and that's like a real gun they fired on set and i'm like oh, oh shit fucking hell guys and but this was in the 80s you know and not to justify it but it's like this is very they could they obviously didn't have the budget to get a get a gun with blanks but you know that so that much. whole john landis twilight zone thing hadn't happened at this point yeah I mean, set safety fair, wasn't. Was Alec Baldwin fired a real gun on set. <laughs> like, it's not, you know. And and the difference oh, yeah, with sure. the, the Alec Baldwin thing is, it's like, dude, this is like the twenty. This is a studio piece, you know. Europe. <laughs> it's a much know, bigger film no than one, The Evil Dead. Is. Like, it's yeah. You've got a ton of money. I'm sure you had like gun experts on set, you know. But, but yeah. Yeah, they fired a real gun on set, and I'm just like, cool, that's an awful idea, but, you know, it, um, is, 
that's just how that's just you know when you're when you're a young filmmaker and you've got a limited budget you just do what you can to get the shots you need yeah Yeah. um but yeah i like the evil dead it's definitely the weakest of the trilogy though it's it's yeah i think i think most would agree it's probably the weakest um um i don't know know, some people people take against some of darkness a bit yeah, I know a lot of filmmakers really cite The Evil Dead as being, you know, an amazing film, and I'm like, it's good. But as I find with most filmmakers who cite a film as being amazing, I'm always just like, it, it's usually like, that's it's a good film, it's not that good, but yeah, it's, it's a good film, you know. It's, I, I, mean, I, I, I find a lot more people cite Evil Dead 2 as their favourite. Yeah, no, a lot, of, I think, well, it, it is the best one, Um but yeah, no, a lot of people do. So I know Edgar Wright cites Evil Dead too, and I think it may have even yeah, been I think puns. Tarantino does. Yeah, and I think Edgar Wright may have even taken inspiration or something for Shaun of the Dead. I feel like there's like a connection between those two films. I feel like. Um, yeah, I think there's definitely some bit that is an Evil Dead reference. Yeah, um, but I I find yeah the Evil Dead. I feel like it's. It's definitely a very impressive debut film, and again, as we talked last week with Ari Aster's debut of Hereditary, it's just like a lot of yeah. When you just watch these kinds of films, it's like man, this this is just much better than you know. And it's just like the Evil Dead. The whole reason it even got seen was because they showed it to Stephen King, and he was like, "Yeah, this is actually a pretty good film." So you know, that's a pretty easy way of getting your film shown. Just have the most prolific horror author at the time say yeah this is a good movie people should see this like you know it's just that simple i mean you gotta meet the people first you gotta meet the people but it's like i wonder how because they def i I actually do wonder how they knew stephen king then because he must he was a massive name at the time yeah the evil dead I, i don't have a lot to say on it really i feel like there isn't that much in it yeah, you know, I, I just really like it. I think the whole yeah, it's, it's definitely the one that I have the least feeling towards. Uh, I give it an eight out of ten. Yeah, yeah, I, I gave it a seven. And I, I will say I liked all of these films more than when I first watched them. Mm-hmm, yeah, I, I know you said when you did, but I, I watched them. I think twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, the first three at least. I, I watched. I did a, a sort marathon. of back to back to back marathon of them, and I did that again. Um, recently, because fun fact, guys, peer behind the curtain. I wasn't originally meant to be on this episode, um, but <laughs> I coincidentally watched the films anyway in anticipation of Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. So, well, I did say, I was like, hey, just in case, I may need you to jump in on this. Yeah, I, I was told beforehand, but and I was going to watch them anyway, so it, it all worked out very nicely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Evil Dead Two. This is one of my favorite films of all time. I adore. Oh, this you're film. gonna you're gonna be upset when I give a rating. Fucking I um. <laughs> I really I like it a lot. But, I mean, I've never understood the whole one of the all time greats. If I'm honest, I uh, it's just like it just is everything. Not everything, but it's got a lot of stuff I like. It's it's a very it's got some brilliant moments of of horror comedy. Um, it's just fucking oh yeah no there there is a particular scene that i think is just a fantastic chunk of a film it's got it's you know it's fucking mental just crazy shit happening you know it's just 
Oh, it's, yeah, no, it's a total screwball comedy. Yeah, you know, it's it's like, and I and I and I, I don't want to sound because I, I think people don't they evaluate all films the same. They all take every film at the same level, and I don't think you can do that because not every film is the same. Like, I, you can't really compare, like, a Marvel movie to a three-hour French film. You know, they're not the same thing. You, they're not going for the well, depending same thing. And depending on the dub, um, Endgame was a three-hour French film. <laughs> but, like, I know people who hate Marvel, and I'm like, cool, whatever. And I and I and and then they and then they're like, oh, the Godfather's ten out of ten masterpiece, two thousand one's ten out of ten. And I'm just like, oh, you're so. Who, who are these Italian American people that you talk to films about? Oh, I don't talk to it. They're just Godfather ten out of ten students. Don't you disrespect my mother? Yeah. I mean, I I I see where you're coming from with that, but I guess then it just comes down to people's. You know, they can try and engage a film on the level it's pitched at but if it doesn't work for them it doesn't work for them well yeah no no and that's the same thing like i'm not saying that you have to like films if you would like if you approach a film at the level it's pitched at and you still don't like it that's fine it's it's the whole like comparing holding films to different levels and and, and that and I'm just, yeah and then you can't hold everything to the same standard it's like dude i'm not going in to watch you know i'm not watching super bad and analyzing it the same way i would analyze like paths of glory you know like it's not they're very different films going for very different things so i held them at the same level they would be very you know it depend you know depending on what level i hold them at but they, they're very different you know and i think people just i can go with a film like in theory i can like any film basically uh except anime because fuck anime um but, um, Some people want to. Those are depressed, sad people. Weird people, eh? A, I'm very hesitant on giving 10 out of 10s uh, in general because I'm just like, is this film like that good though? And, and I gave this a 10 when I initially saw it. And rewatching, I was like, am I going to bump it down or am I going to, is it going to like stay the same and whatever? And I, because I think people. This is another thing I don't get. People who are just throwing out 10 out of 10s, like, every year. I'm like, dude, that just lessens what a 10 out of 10 is, you know? Like, I I really think if you just mm. give out a 10 out of 10 to, like, every film under the sun, just, like, then what even is a good I was film? Just, I, I, I don't trust people that give out, like, four 10 out of 10s a year and then drop the statement, one of the greatest films of all time. I'm like, if so many films are the greatest films of all time, then some of them are going to be slipping down a bit and are no longer the greatest films of all time. The last time I gave like a new release film a 10 out of 10 was back in 2019. Yeah, Evil Dead 2, I watched it, like rewatched it recently. Um, Yeah, no, I I stand by it. I think it's amazing. (laughs) I really, really love it. I mean, I, I think it's very good, but I, I think there are, you know, this is just a case of, I mean, there are bits of it that I do find very funny, but 
I, I think this film isn't really working to my own personal what I find funny. Yeah. Because I, I, yes, I know some people think that this film's hilarious, and I'm like, yeah, no, I mean, I, I tittered here and there. I, I chuckled. Think there's a few moments that are quite funny, but I don't think it's like laugh out loud, hysterical. But I mean, there, there are some things that, that just really amuse me. Like I referenced Groovy. That was the first thing I said on this podcast. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, and I, I, you know, that's just the sort. I don't know why that clicked with me. <laughs> so Groovy just does. I was, uh, and it's weird how it's weird how refer- much I reference it. I'll just randomly say Groovy. I was uh, as I was rewatching it, and he's like putting the chainsaw on, and he's getting the gun, and I'm like, oh, he's gonna say the line. It, it's like, it's, again, to Avengers Endgame, it's like when Captain America says, Avengers Assemble, I'm like, oh, he's gonna say the line. And then he says it, I'm like, yes. Like, it's it's weird how much that... You, you, you're crazy cheering in your own living room. It's like, woo! Yeah, and I'm, yeah, but um, yeah, Evil Dead 2, I, I really, really like. Um, one bit, <laughs> one of my favorite bits is when, um, so, like, so it's, so yeah, Ash, he goes up to a cabin with his girlfriend who very quickly dies. And that's one thing I will say about these films is they do not waste time. <laughs> like, they just get into it. And that's good, because I hate films that just take fucking forever to just get to the point. Because it's the thing we've talked about in here. I will say that isn't, there is another bit that I find for me, and that is when he just lops off his girlfriend's head with a shovel. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like that bit as well. Um, what was, I think, was really missing was a proper cartoon, like, boom, sound yeah, effect. because this is a very, this is a splatstick film, as I think is the yeah. term. Um, but yeah, and, and these films, yeah, they're all, they're, all these films are like 90 minutes. This new Evil Dead is in like 90 minutes. The TV show, every episode's like 30 minutes. I'm like, this is like, this is just good. Why can't every film be like this? Like, well, uh, well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, and I, I guess I think this is a positive, but I, I feel like there's only so much story you can get out of. Yeah, no, deep... I know. But at least they're not dragging it. Hey, out. as far as I'm concerned, if it's concise from, you know, the page. Yeah. That's not an issue. Yeah, but I, I think I appreciate that they're not trying to drag it out to like two hours. They're just like, nope, this is like 90 minute film. Let's just go. Let's just do 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 this. Uh, but yeah, Evil Dead Two. You know, Edgar Wright cites this, which you know, I we really need to talk about an Edgar Wright film on this show at some point. We really do because Harry is also a very big fan of Edgar Wright as well. So we need to we need to we need to talk about Edgar Wright on on this podcast at some point. But yeah, Edgar Wright cites this as yeah a very very much an influential film along with stuff like an American Werewolf in London and such and um. I mean, yeah, Evil Dead 2 is, I, I think it's, I, I wouldn't say it's, like, one of the greatest films of all time, I, I, I would just, but I would say, like, it's one of my favourites. I, I think some films I that I love, I'm like, this is a great film, and others are just like, this just works for me on a personal level, and this is one of those. Just, the bit, one of the bits that, in theory, I probably shouldn't like, is when the Dead-Eyed is trying to get out of the, um, the basement, and Ash is, like, stepping on the door. And one of its eyes like pops out and goes flying into one of the one of the women's mouths, like that is just like that is amazing. But it sh- I don't. But why does it work? Because that kind of stuff shouldn't work for me. But it does here, and I don't know why. And I just think that is that is even more credit to Sam Raimi as a filmmaker. That's something that in theory I should not like. 
actually worked. And I was like, what it, wow, this is interesting, you know? Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I find this to just be an incredibly watchable film. I, I think there's a lot. It's, yeah, it's just, it's, and there's a lot of blood and, and, and all that, but it's not, it, it, it definitely is a bit much at times and it just is going fucking mental, but I'm just like, that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. I can go with films being out there and doing these crazy things because that's fun. I like films that are just fun and are just doing things that are different, you know. I'm, I'm not saying, you know, I enjoy, I like films where there's just people talking, but sometimes you just want to watch a film where there's just a deer head laughing because that's just fun. Like, that's just cool. Like, I, I just like that kind of stuff, you know, and I, and I think it just, it just pushes a lot of my personal buttons, you know, I mean, I think, I think Ash is one of the most iconic, it is not one of the most, but it's a very iconic character in pop culture and, 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 and that, you know, I was aware of who Ash was before I even, I had even seen the films, you know, sort of permeates, uh, throughout, yeah, culture and that, you know? Yeah, no, I think I'd say that Ash is fairly iconic. Yeah, it's definitely very much I mean, a, sort of... a, a, a lot. A lot of these films in general have yeah permeated a lot of um, popular culture. Yeah, um, and also there's a very much a uh, I don't know I I very much take these as zombie films, but I feel like I've heard stuff where people are like, "Is this a zombie film?" And I'm like, "I mean, it's ram, it's corpses coming back to life." Uh, I'd, I'd say it's part, it's part zombie, part demonic horror. Yeah. Because, you know, there are demons and there are reanimated corpses, yeah. which is the most kind of classic uh, definition of zombie. Yeah, but I mean, zombies, I, 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 I'm i trying to think if I've ever talked about zombies on here. I, um, I don't love zombies in a way a lot of people do. Like, I'm just like, they're all right. And it's the case, like, Shaun of the Dead is a great film, but it's not because of the zombies, you know? Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I will say I really like zombies, but I don't think I've ever properly seen something that does exactly what I want zombie films to yeah. do, apart from one which I need to rewatch. Yeah, I mean, Just I'm trying to think could really work If I was to go beyond movies, I mean, Father Ted did a great zombie parody, but, like, that's not even zombies, oh, yeah. you know, it's, um... So one of yeah, the best episodes. It's one of the best episodes yeah, of Father Ted. I love that. I love that episode. Um, you know, Spaced did zombies, kind of. South Park has done zombies a few times. The Simpsons, actually, the Simpsons Trials of Horror segment, Dial Z for Zombies. Actually, I really like. Um, yeah, the George Romero films I like. You know, but in general, zombies just don't really do it for me in a way that I I I really like the. The classic kind of idea of a zombie, you know the. I don't like running you know, zombies. A, re, re, a slow, a staggering reanimated corpse that will just you know wander after you, and you know if it gets close to you, it will become a bit of a challenge. Yeah, um, I I don't like in in South Korea they just, their zombies just fucking run. Oh, they love their chaos. And I'm just like, that's 
it's fine, but I don't love it, you know, and, um, like, 28... Yeah, no, it takes... See, it wouldn't have to be a zombie. It could be, you know, anything that yeah, just wants exactly. to eat you. Zombies... I mean, that's what Simon Pegg said on Shaun of the Dead. He's like, yeah, no, just because, you know, being resurrected does isn't, like, an energy drink or anything, you know? Like, he, he said, like, yeah. oh, there's no running zombies. Like, like, you're still dead. You're, you know, your bodily, you know, abilities aren't going to be the same. You've still died. Yeah, no, no. And that's why Shaun of the Dead is... I mean, beyond... I mean, it's not the zombies that... But the zombies don't bother me as much in Shaun of the Dead because it's like, oh, this... They're just... They're just, you know... They're scary because there's so many of them, you know? That's why it's yeah. a scary thing. These, yeah, they're kind of zombies, but they're kind of... Because they're possessed by, like, a demonic force, so I'm... Yeah, no, exactly. It's a reanimated corpse that is possessed by a demon, which is why they work better than, yeah, say, a, a running zombie. And then... Yeah, and that's why I don't mind as much because it's like they're not just people coming back to life. They're being possessed by, yeah, a demonic force, which is me. And then, you know, um, and there's a lot of, you know, creativity, a lot of creative stuff, especially in Army of Darkness, actually, which we'll get to. Um, but this uh, one, you know, Ash, he gets like bitten on the hand and he has to cut his hand off. And there's just that great shot of it, like getting close to his face as he's cutting his arms, and it's just and it's just a spurt of blood in his face. I'm like, yes, that's that's good. You know, I, I really like that stuff. And uh, I mean, Bruce Campbell again. Evil Ted, Evil Ted Two really does up the ante on the the bodily fluids. Yeah, probably because they had a bigger budget to work with, and like, let's just do even more with this. You know, and um, I I I, I again, Bruce Campbell is like amazing just the physical work he does just when he, yeah bruce campbell just throwing you know he's like he's like using his own hand to like throw himself and to flip over and i'm like dude that is yeah see i, I referenced earlier I referenced earlier a um the, the scene that i think really is you know my, my kind of favorite bit of the film yes yeah, the bit where ash's hand is possessed and he's like fighting himself and bruce campbell is just throwing himself around the set and like smashing plates over his head yeah it's brilliant i love it and it's um yeah it very much is yeah class it's, it's i, I really like the bit where ash is unconscious and his hand sees like a knife or something in the distance and is he like drags himself over yeah and no, I'm, really, I'm, I'm, really I'm just picturing somebody off screen pushing bruce campbell forward but yeah um so evil dead 2 had a budget of 3.5 million so that's a and the first one had a budget of like three hundred and seventy-five thousand. So yeah, that's much, a much bigger, yeah, increase. I, I like again. There's not much to say on these films. It's just there's a lot of. It's just it's really great. I love it. Um, before I rewatched this, it was uh, at a very. I had it as a very weak ten, but I've I've cement. It has been cemented as a very strong 10 out of 10 and it is in my top 25 favorite films of all time it was in my top 50 before and is now chumped up several places i love it it's a 10 for me i love it it's basically a perfect film at the level it's pitched at basically yeah okay no that's a reasonable argument i mean i i wouldn't say i i love this film i i enjoy it a lot um but I and I, I do appreciate the level it's on. I guess I just it, it doesn't fully do it for me. And there are a lot of scenes that I think work really well. But if I had to, you know, 
describe what you know guess in, in this area what works for me in, in horror comedy i yeah i think i guess i'd go for something a little you know either more bonkers or or less bonkers depending on you know it's directed more bonkers and it's a pretty bonkers film but mm. or written I, I I like wit, I guess, more than I like absurdness. Um, so um, I, I'd go I go seven point five, and that's up from a seven. I appreciated it more this time around, and it could go up on subsequent viewings, but I'm I'm happy with where I've got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we end the trilogy with Army of Darkness, which um, I re- I watched the director's cut with the original ending. Uh, much better than the original ending. I, um... you know, yeah, I'll, I'll say off the bat, um, I didn't watch that version, but I am familiar with the um, original ending. I think it is a better ending, but I wouldn't say theatrical being ruins the film for me. Mm-hmm. I think I'd, yeah. I think I'd like the film probably as much. I think I just have a you know, a strong ending. Yeah. Doesn't really take away from what I like about the film. Yeah, I um I often like Little Shop of Horrors. I rewatched early this year, and I made sure to watch the director's cut because the I I haven't seen the like the sort of theatrical changed ending, but it doesn't sound as interesting. It sounds quite. Oh, I I, I have seen a version, and it's yeah. So that that is a a case of an ending that does affect the rest of the film i think yeah and I, I mean i've only ever seen the director's cut of little shop of horrors because i hear that's the superior version so i don't it definitely is the army of darkness uh yeah it uh it's definitely the most this film i feel like they try they from everything i've read and all the research i've done they kind of were like we need to sort of have this appeal to a wider demographic because the first two did not make money they were not financially uh, successful, so they made some changes to this one so that it could be sort of, yeah, appeal more. I mean, this one didn't also did not make its budget back either, but it's it made the most money out of all of them. But it still didn't make its money. It made a, it was had a budget of eleven million on, and it made twenty one point five million, so a little bit under its budget. Like, well, double it. Yeah, it made over its budget, but it meant to make, like, double the budget to for it to be a net profit. Yeah, net profit. Um, the Army of Darkness is very much the least horror-esque of the Evil Dead films. Um, I mean, even this new one, I haven't seen it, but it, the, the Evil Dead Rise looks like a horror film. It, it... Oh, yeah, no, I'd be surprised if the film is anything but yeah, a horror film. Um, but yeah, I'd be very shocked if I went into it and it returned to the Army Darkness pool of. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the trailer people. for Evil Dead Rise and it's uh, it's very unnerving. There's, I keep hearing about something with a cheese grater and I can only imagine what it is, and I'm like, yeah, that just makes me cringe. Because uh, I don't know if it's in the trailer, but just based on how fucked these movies can be when they want well, yeah no just saying it's a evil dead film and there's a scene involving a cheese grater yeah, you know i know at um the south by it's, Southwest... it's not gonna be james a Caster talking about cheese grater it's gonna yeah. be some proper body horror yeah i know at the south by southwest film festival where evil dead rice premiered they were handing out goodie bags to everyone and there was like a cheese grater like not an actual cheese grater but it was like um 
something. It's a weird gift. Yeah, it it has some like, stations. It's like a cheese grater um, piece of memorabilia. I don't know if it was like a... Like Dog a, tag. It was something like that that they were giving out to everyone. And I just keep hearing about this cheese grater, and I'm like, man, I really want to see what it is. But on the other hand, I don't. Because I know I'm going to be like... It's very much going to be a view-at-your-own-risk moment. Because yeah. a lot of stuff doesn't make me cringe while I watch films. Honestly, comedy just makes me cringe more. Like, stuff like Peep Show and The In-Between is like, that makes me cringe more than actual violence and horror. Which I feel like that says something about me, I feel like that. But, like, horror very... I'm trying to think of horror films that actually... I mean, Hereditary kind of made... Well, that didn't made me cringe it just sort of terrified me i'm trying to think of films that make me like cringe. i mean that there are a few moments coming up in in 2013 evil dead that i definitely yeah i think the 2013 maybe, was... not, maybe not cringe but definitely i went oh like I, I winced a bit yeah oh. um but yeah army of darkness is uh, yeah as i mentioned before originally it was going to be called the medieval dead which is would have been right maybe would maybe be one of my favorite titles to any film just in general but i think the studio was like no we need to like have this appeal to like younger people so we have like like kids and well not kids well i guess sort of sort of pre-teens and that like we or you know sort of the younger generation like because we need people to see this movie guys because these aren't making money so they called it army of darkness which is not nearly as good it's it's a bit it's, it's kind perfectly of, all right title but it's all right it feels yeah, a bit uh, generic i feel like it's just like yeah, oh, no exactly that's the main offense it's generic yeah um but yeah i know i love this film as well i uh i think it's great um I mean, i'll say that i think this is my favorite of the it's definitely the most comedically based film and i mean it's probably got some of the most iconic lines like where Ash is like, you ain't this is my things, but Jack and shit, and Jack left town. I'm like, that's a pretty good line, you know. And he's like, yeah, this is my boomstick. Well, hello, Mister Benson, baby. Yeah, it's like, see that. Yeah, that that's one that I've that's a line I've known for years before I uh, I saw these films, but and I reference it and I watched um i'm redundant for the first time in you know 2019 and then like, oh that's where this is from yeah i'd, I'd heard but, yeah the, my, my two most reference lines are all three maybe groovy hail to the king baby and well hello mr fancy pants yeah and then yeah there's the yeah you ain't leaving with two things and i'm like oh that's what that this is what that movie's that line's from yeah. okay i'm gonna this is say I, I think this might be my favorite this is the one that i have the, the kind of biggest kind of glaring issue with Okay. Is most, most immediate to me. Alright. Okay. Where is this film set? Like, geographically, where is it? Because my impulse thing is King Arthur and stuff are in it, and there's a whole, you know... England, right? If it's... Monarchy. I say England. But... Um, I forget the... how much... As Austin Powers said, isn't it funny how much England looks like uh, West California? Yeah, because I don't know where Evil Dead 2 is set, but it's in America somewhere. Yeah, it's meant to be in America somewhere. And it's not like time travel. Um, I hate time travel where they... Like, Back to the Future is a perfect example where they travel back in time, and it's literally just that same spot, but in the past. I hate time travel where they go back in time, and they just end up in a completely new place. I'm like, that's not... That shouldn't be how that... Like Doctor Who, don't you? 
I, I mean, Doctor Who's a bit different, though. Doctor Who is... I mean, I do like Doctor Who, but I think Doctor, Doctor Who is different. He's not, like... Well, I guess at least they acknowledge that they are traveling through time and they, space. Yeah, they're traveling. Yeah, yeah exactly. Then it's not. But like, Which I, I do. I mean, to me, I I can read that as being what happens in at the end of Evil Dead too. It's yeah, time and space. But yeah, he goes back in time to the medieval times. Um, yeah, I don't. Well, because at the end of Army of Darkness in the director's cut, there's like a big clock tower, which I assume is meant to be Big Ben. Presumably, maybe. yeah. So I guess the the film's set, you know, near where London would be. Yeah, but the end of Evil Dead. In which case, it looks not. It looks nothing like England. No, and um, and nobody sounds that convincingly no. English. And I mean, Evil Dead Two. So I, I, because I, because it sort of as it follows on from Evil Dead Two. Is it like, so is he just in England then in Evil Dead Two? Like I don't. Oh no! I, no, I guess he travels through I... time and space. I guess, but that's very... It's a magical portal. <laughs> Bizarre. Yeah. I just saw a thing here that apparently they're doing a showing of Evil Dead 2 at a cinema here, and I'm like, man, I would have seen that if I hadn't just rewatched Evil Dead 2. Because, like, I, you know, I love Evil Dead 2, but I don't want to really rewatch it because I've just seen it, you know? I do really love Army of Darkness. I feel like it's probably, maybe it's considered the... I don't know. I actually don't know, because I feel like... It's the least evil dead of this trilogy. I oh yeah, big time. It's the, it's the least evil dead, evil dead thing. Um, because it's That's not like really... It. So, The Evil Dead and Army of Darkness have the same IMDb score, 7.4, which is fairly high. That's that's pretty good. At evil it's respectable. And Evil Dead 2's got a 7.7. But no, yeah, I really like I, I, Army of Darkness. I think there's um, skeletons. I like the skeletons in it and them being, you know the king that he has to fight in it. It's like, that's good shit, you know. I, this is just like, and this is like a fantasy film, but I don't really like fantasy in general. It's kind of a... Yeah, so I'm not really that taken with fantasy. And, but this, but this really isn't because it's like a, a melding of... I think it's a, it's a nice... It's not just fantasy. Like, pure fantasy is fucking boring. Like, I like Game... I really like Game of Thrones, but it's kind of just like, man, some of this is just not as... You know, the, the stuff I'm, like, less bothered about with Game of Thrones is, like, the politics and stuff. I like that stuff. I do not care for the fights and stuff because that's just fucking boring. But, you know, Army, Army of Darkness, it's a guy from the future in the part, You know, well, the present, technically in the past and that's good because you get yeah, I don't know. yeah there, there are time travel elements yeah uh which yeah this is a time travel film and i think this is probably one of my favorite time travel films even though it's really not a time travel i say time travel is not a mass i mean the plot kind of revolves around ash trying to get back to a different um time present but... his present rather so it is but yeah his present it's but not it's not really yeah time travel isn't necessarily a key part of the story I've, Plot, if I've got a list of time travel films in ranked, got thirty three on that list, which is quite good, and I think I'd probably have to bump my the placement up for Army of Darkness to sixth. It's at tenth right now, but I probably would bump it up to sixth. So that's fairly high. So it, it just misses out on the top five uh, for time. 
for me in terms of time travel films. I mean, I think it's probably got my favorite poster of the evil. Like, it's just Ash on like yeah. ties and there's Lily skeletons. He's got jets King, cartoonishly muscular. Yeah, and there's the oh, and there's the tiny little ashes, which I love. That stuff with like there's the mini ashes and then there's Ash versus Ash. I'm like that's like again, this is just this is the stuff that I really like. You know, I I think this is Evil Dead. You know, sort of the best of Evil Dead. You know, doing you know unique crazy shit. You know, he's fighting mini versions of himself and then he's just fighting another version of himself. You know, he's got the then he get he gets like another hand. He gets like the metal hand or whatever. Which then becomes a wooden hand in Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh, yeah, no, I really, really love Army of Darkness. I, I, I really love this franchise. This is, like, one of my favourite franchises, which is... In it's, you know, I think some would say is interesting and or would be like, what do you mean? And I'm just like, it's fun. These, these are fun movies. Um, okay, here's something that I, I want to say about the series, like the trilogy mm. as a whole um and I, i'm not fully read upon the background of why these changes were made but i i don't like the consistency between each films in terms of the story so far do you mean like there's sort of there isn't really a connection between them like it's sort of no as in like at the start of evil dead 2 it's like oh here's what's happened and it's not <laughs> what happened in evil dead yeah. and then we get some Ash backstory in Army of Darkness, and it's you know he's totally different to who he is. And um, I yeah, it is interesting because each of these films kind of ends in a way, like the first Evil Dead ends with Ash being attacked by the Force or whatever it's called. The evil at the end of no, that's the end the of and then I mean Evil Dead Two, he goes back in time and ends and ends up in the past, and that leads into Army of Darkness. But the first Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two don't really connect. They're just sort of Evil Dead. They one. Yeah, but then there's also oh, I used to work at um, S Mart or whatever yeah, it is, which we never. Um, Shop Smart, Shop Smart, and he's you know he's n not. Yeah. Um, and I mean, same character as he is yeah. pre Deadites. Yeah, and Ash vs Evil Dead is like similar to. Well, that was just like they, they could not acknowledge Army of Darkness, so they sort of acknowledge the first two films and just sort of ignore the Army of Darkness stuff in it. 2013 Evil Dead, Ash was going to be in it as well. Like, it's a whole, like, it's all, it's a very, it's a connected franchise, but in very sort of Messy. loose. It's, it's loose. very sort of loosely all defined ways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I love Army of Darkness. I think the action sequences in, in Army of Darkness I would say I really like the final, final fight. Yeah, I think that's really well done. The skeletons actually look pretty solid. Like they feel very, they're very well yeah. integrated. I feel. I think there's a nice blend of like stop motion and then just puppeting what is clearly a skeleton. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And that works really nicely. And then yeah, and then yeah, the ends with Ash. He uh he he fucks up, because that's sort of also the continuing thing of the Evil Dead films is Ash just gets in even more shit as it goes along. He slept too long. He slept too long, yeah, and he's got a very long beard and very long hair and, and all that, and then he's in the future, and it's been, and the world's been 
yeah, destroy it. It's it's all been this, and he's like, oh. No. Alternatively, he, he he actually does get back to his time. Or or yeah, if you go with the other version, he gets back to yeah present time, and he kills a deadite in Smart. Um, just hail to the king, baby. Yeah, Talks I'm just like, like right. I. Uh, Hey, my learning. I, 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 I mean, the first time I watched this was... Hey, the... they, they never made another Evil Dead film with Ash, as of yet. Um, mm-hmm. As an ending, I, I'm happy with that. I, but yeah. I do like I, I do like the continuing Ash gets dealt another shit hand ending of the director's cut. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I prefer the original cut with him in the future, but I don't, I don't, necess- I don't dislike the other ending. It just feels a bit... It's not as it's not as interesting, I don't think. But it, I still like it. I still really love Army of Darkness. I give it. A I, I think the end, of the the theatrical cut ending makes a better ending for the trilogy. Yeah, and, if, it, if the series never and, continued, um, then it would work. It's like as a nice. Yeah, but end. but if they were to make more Evil Dead films with Bruce Campbell as Ash, yeah, I think which they were going the, to, the would have been do. better. But didn't. Yeah, they didn't make Evil Dead Four for the longest time, which is I'm very sad that we never got that. Uh, but hopefully we do because I I really want another Evil Dead film with Ash. Um, if they, they may if they pick up from that director's cut ending. I do like the and it's because you know, Bruce Campbell has aged. There's the implication that Ash has been stuck in the future for about thirty years. Yeah, I I I think that'd be great. That you know and. Um, we I mean, will touch on a bit it is a bit as well with um Ash vs. Evil Dead as well. Um but anyway, yeah, I, I give Army of Darkness a, a very strong nine. It was it was a it was a bit of a weak nine before, but it's a very strong nine out of ten. I I'd I'd give it uh, another seven point five. Yeah, and then there was just nothing to do with Evil Dead for about twenty years. Uh Sam Raimi went off and did Spider Man in that time. And then uh, in 2013, we got a remake slash reboot directed by Fede Alvarez, who I who I think is pretty great. I, I really love uh, Don't Breathe, which is one of his films I've not seen. The girl yeah, no, in, Don't Breathe is girl not very underrated. Spider's Web. Uh, and, and Fede Alvarez is also doing an alien film, which I'm, I, I'm actually <laughs> really interested in. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, 2013. 2013. This was my first time watching it. Was it yours? No, I watched it last year for the first time, and I I liked it a lot more this time. I liked it the first time I saw it, but I really liked it this time. I uh, I watched it earlier today, in fact, literally like about a couple hours ago now. And a lot of people do not like Evil Dead 2013, and it's bizarre because it's it's like it's still Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell and Robert Tapper. They're still involved, you know. This director was handpicked by Raimi himself. Like Sam Raimi was like, "Yeah, I want this guy to make my evil this evil." This is my successor. He will carry on my legacy. And he, he did that with um, Lee Cronin, who's directing Evil Dead Rise. You know, um, I I really like this film. I, I probably think it's it the is. weakest Evil Dead film, but I think it is still... I still think it's pretty solid. It's definitely... I would say this is the scariest Evil Dead film. Yes. Um, and it is brutally violent, but I 
I'm fine with that because this was made, you know, in the 2010s. You could be because the first film, the first like they, they're very cartoonishly, and I, I do think because of when they were made, that definitely affects it. But this one, they just it is just a brutal film. Like people are getting yeah, no, it, it goes all in on the gore, and I think that's fine. I don't mind that. In yeah, no, I, I think it works for the sort of film that you know. The Evil Dead is a, is at its core. Yeah, you know, and, and there's some brutal... The moment where one of the girls is, like, using a knife to, like, cut her, like, face open or whatever is... Yeah. ...horrific, but it's so, like, it's so fitting with Evil Dead, you know, and I know, and I'm certain Evil Dead Rise will give you, will give us some great, you know, moments of body horror, you know, physically gross sort of horrific moments and i think that's fine i think this film works on that level yeah no i agree i think the moment that really made me wince a bit was when uh one of them gets like a needle like jabbed just under his eye and he has to pull it out and the skin kind of gets pulled back with it something about eyes just like makes me yeah, I oh, it, like when she's like stabbing at like his glasses or something in the bathroom, and I'm just like, oh, God, yeah. something about my eyes really because I'm like, if I lose these, I was gonna say if they get damaged, you know, that's lifelong consequences yeah, in a more kind I can of never watch a film again. Not just I, oh, I've been I stabbed, but in like again, I can't yeah. see. But yeah, no, the bit where the guy's pulling the yeah the needle out of his eye, I'm just like, oh God. No, no, and there's like she's got like also, a the... nail gun at some point. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, that's gonna hurt. And he's just like, and he's that's just a... getting all over his arms and his chest. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, dude! It, it, like, yeah, I feel bad for that guy, but at the same time, I think he is the stupidest character in any of these films. <laughs> yeah, I um, because I'm 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 fine with it in the Evil Dead when they're playing the tape and people are like, no, stop. And then, you know, Scotty's meant to be a bit of a, you know, a bit of a dick and he just keeps doing it because, you know, get his jollies. But um, yeah. this guy's reading the Necronomicon and reading it out loud, even though there's no one else there. Yeah, exactly. What's the fucking point? Yeah. No. Not in, it's annoying from a character standpoint. It's annoying from a, you know, just a, a logical writing standpoint. But Yeah. Um... So this, this film commits the um, immortal sin of killing off a dog. <laughs> I really like Mia. Actually, sort of the protagonist of this film. I, I... So I this is my my favorite like framing device, I guess, for yeah, why the story is happening. Drug. Other than just oh, we're going on. I mean, I like the classic. We're going on a trip and going to yeah, stay in a cabin for a few days. But I really like the whole drug. Yeah, getting no. clean. I, I like that as a, as a framing device. I feel like I, I would have liked to have seen maybe that have more of a role than have there be, I don't know, some subtext. But, you know, it's the evil dead. It's not the end of the world if it doesn't have yeah. it. Um, There's I... potential there, but it doesn't bother me that it's not there. But no. just as a simple way of getting into the story, I think it works very nicely. Yeah, but, um, yeah, no, I, I really like Mia. And um, if this film can't... I don't know. I feel like this is a kind of film that if it was made... Well, I mean, this new Evil Dead film has got female protagonists and people are going to be like... And I'm just waiting for some people to be like, what? Women as the protagonists? Let's go no. And I'm, uh, maybe it won't happen, but you just get so used to... I've gotten so used to being like, oh, there's a... Co- there's... Gonna be a there's, I mean, let's face it, there will be at least one. 
I just this feels yeah it feels the most brutal and just like gritty in terms of the violence and that's fine I'm I'm all cool with a film going for a more serious tone and that's one of the reasons I think people didn't like this like it's not funny and I'm like the Evil Dead isn't funny neither was the first Evil Dead lighten up and also like I think it's fine there's like some really great bits in it dude like the raining the raining blood like that is. Yeah, I know that's a really oh, cool. I really bit. like that kind of shit. I um, yeah, I just, I, I really, I, I really like it. Yeah, no, I think it's a good. I yeah, think I enjoy it a lot. I um, they were used. They were going to use this as a setup for an Evil Dead film with Ash. He was going to be in like a post credit scene and meet with Mia. It wasn't a post credit scene. He was, yes, but he, he's not. <laughs> not, not like in narratively. He just kind of yeah. shows up in shadow and goes groovy. Yeah, he's um, I'd expect. The, yeah, the original plan was him to pull up in, like, the car he drives, and him and Mia would go yeah. off, and it would be Evil Dead 4, I guess. Or Evil Dead 2, if you wanted to be pedantic. Um, but, I mean, it would be... Our average it out between 2 and 4. Yeah. It's 3 um, again. Yeah, but I, I, I do really like the film. I, I think the effects work on like the deadites look actually really well done they they've got they actually look quite creepy they're, they're like very actually quite they're, they're a lot more modern looking if you know what yeah, i mean in it terms doesn't of... feel like someone's just slapped been like oh we're just gonna paint your face gray and there's a like, mask on you oh here's some, some blood on you yeah we're gonna put some contacts in that you're gonna only wear for like 15 it, seconds it, it's a lot more this is just a person who's been possessed rather than in like the original films when someone gets possessed and it like changes the shape of their face and stuff yeah and, yeah um but yeah there's some very yeah brutal moments in it and i'm fine with that it doesn't bother me it doesn't I, know, I thought it worked um, I give it, uh, I, I, again, I don't really have as much to say on this because there's really not a whole lot to say about these films because, uh, they're not, there's not a lot in them, really. <laughs> there is not much to take from them. Um, yeah, it's got a good fun. Yeah, I, I bumped my, what, I really what, what, a seven, but I bumped it up to a very weak eight. I, I really liked it. Oh, yeah, as, as a first viewing, I've, I've got it at that, yeah, week eight of, and another 7.5, I'm being yeah. very... Um, so yeah, they were gonna do a second Evil Dead, uh, Evil Dead Two, technically, which is gonna be, which if they do, it's gonna be such a fucking pain because it's like, oh, there's Evil Dead Two, and it's like, which one? It's same with um fucking like Fast and Furious or like the first Blood franchise or like Rambo. It's like, which fucking one? You know. But yeah, they were going to do Evil Dead Two with Fede Alvarez, and back in like 2016, he was like. Yeah, I don't know. We might not make it now. We 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 don't know, because then he went and don't breathe and all that. So I mean, we'll see. I would be ha I just want. I'm happy to see more Evil Dead. I just don't want. One thing I appreciate about this franchise is they haven't fucking milked it to death in a way that Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth and Halloween and Hellraiser and all these other franchises have. Like, there's been. There's like a fifth film coming out now, and but to be fair, it's been about forty years. Yeah, it's been forty. Yeah, they like they you know the last film came out ten years ago. You know, and there was a TV show yeah. in the middle there. There's been comic book crossovers with Marvel and Marvel Zombies rather. 
which is fine. You know, they were going to do um, a Freddy versus Jason versus Ash film, and <laughs> Raimi's like, no, I don't want that. Which, good call, because that would have been terrible. Um, but we got a TV show, Ash versus Evil Dead, which is phenomenal. And I'm, I'm, I'm coming out with some big statements here, but I think Ash versus Evil Dead is my favourite thing in this series. That is... Oh, that's very that's that's hot. That is a hot take. It's a, it's a smoking hot take. Um, I really, really love Ash vs. Evil Dead. Season one is basically about as perfect a first season of TV is for me, honestly. It's a bit slow in the middle. Season two is not that good. Like it's all right, but it's not amazing. It's very good, but it's definitely a a lower rung. And then uh, season three brings it all together perfectly, and I'm and I love the I love the ending of season three. But overall, I love the show as like a whole. It is uh, currently my thirteenth favorite TV show of all time. Um, I'm looking at where it is for me. It is my sixty uh, first favorite TV show. <laughs> I mean, my favorite episode was is Ashes to Ashes, just because it's it's fan service for thirty minutes. But it, it works, and it's like this is like this is the this is the good stuff, you know. When they go back to the cabin, my favorite episode might be the first one. <laughs> wow, that's that's a very early peak for a TV show. The first that is like the that is the earliest a show could peak. The literal first episode, literally, yeah. Unless like my favorite scene was the first scene, which you know it's not. Yeah. But... Um, I mean that was the one episode Sam Raimi directed. Um, but I mean, yeah, season one is just a yeah phenomenal season. We meet Pablo and Kelly, who I actually really like. You know, I really like the characters that originate on this yeah, show. I think because I kind of was like, is Ash just going to be like hogging the spotlight? It's all just about Ash. But no, we meet Pablo and Kelly, and they get their own storylines. You know, Pablo gets. I don't really like the stuff with Pablo in season two where he dies. Uh, I think yeah, and I think that's real. I hate that is legitimately one of my least favorite things in anything where a character dies, and then they're just like, "Oh, we're gonna bring him back." Yeah, I, 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 I think season two is the worst season. There's, a, there's an episode where they're stuck in like a prison, or like a jail, like a yeah, and Ted Raimi shows up. It, it's yeah. a it's a police station jail or something. Yeah, and and in theory, I should love that episode because it's characters yeah, stuck in one location. Bit, bit um, I've been playing the Resident Evil Two remake, which the entire game is basically in a police station, but there's like zombies in that, and it's it's phenomenal. It's a great game, and in theory, I should love that episode, but I don't. I do not like the stuff with Ashy Slashy, where there's like that. Is it like yeah, a doll or whatever the fuck? I I actually yeah, like I do not like Lucy Lawless in this. I think she's up she's overacting and doesn't work. She's a that she doesn't quite Which one's she? She's the Ruby, she's like the one who tries to Ruby, like bring that's it. the yeah. kids back. Like yeah. those she's got at the end of season one, I think it is. She opens yeah. the book. Yeah, I don't I thought she was alright in season one. But in season three, there's a bit where she's like getting chainsawed and she's just like hamming it up, but it doesn't really fit. It doesn't really work. Then I'm just like, oh, this isn't. I don't like this as much. 
But I mean, I season one is the best season. I think it's a yeah, uh, it's season one is reintroduction to the universe. We meet all these. There's all these different. There's all these new demons, and that we find we've got like um. I do love that big, massive demon in the finale. Yeah, no, I really love. I I love in episode three they they're like let's just get out this the weakest demon, so that we can figure it out. And then the demon they get out is this like eyeless like silk the thing that's like like phasing Pulsating. around. And I'm like, dude, that is fu- that is like that is some, yeah, some really cool design. It's a really really cool design, and it's a very quite unnerving look like just having a monster without eyes it's like um in pan's labyrinth the yeah the pale man the pale man with the eyes on his hands like that is really quite scary actually um and i because there's evil dead the game which came out last year and there's like three different types of enemies you can fight and one of them like the boss unit is that demon in, in episode three of season one and they're just the most painful because they just like can hold you it they they like shoot out electricity and just like holds you in place and you can't do anything like it's a real pain to deal with them because then the other enemies are just like regular deadites and the boss unit is like this big is like the big fat woman in at the end of season two I think and then there's the third uh, yeah, no, no, no. yeah and then there's the third enemy group which is the skeletons and the king from Army of Darkness. So, but yeah, Ash vs. Evil Dead, I, I love it. I didn't get, yeah, I didn't get a chance to finish rewatching it. I will try and rewatch it before Evil Dead Rise because there was an interview a while back with the actor who plays Pablo and he was asked about it and he was just okay. like, yeah, and he was just like, I can't, and he was very like, he didn't say he was in it, but he was not really, he was sort of dodging the question. It's like, that makes me very excited. I, re- I really hope if Ash isn't in it, I will be happy if Kelly and Pablo are in it. I, I would be yeah, Kelly happy. and Pablo, sure. Yeah. But it, I would I would be I would be more excited if it's Ash. But if it's Kelly and Pablo, I'm like fuck it. Give me an Evil Dead Rise sequel with the protagonist of Evil Dead Rise and Kelly and Pablo. That's fine. I'm I'm happy yeah, to take that. that. I I definitely take Evil Dead Four with Ash first, but you know, I'm happy to, you know, that the, they're sort of expanding the universe, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. But yeah, I, I really love Ash vs. Evil Dead, and I... I it's, think... it's, like, it's like Detour, well, not Detour, it's on, on brand, but I've just um, remembered that name, Samara Weaving, is in that Ashes to Ashes episode, I think. Oh, yeah. Like the hikers, that they bump into. Yeah, she's one, yeah, she's one of the hikers in it, and, um, yeah, she was in um, the new Scream, amongst, and she's oh okay, she's Peter Weaving's niece. Niece, I think. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no. Um, to get back to Astro's Evil Dead, um, I love the series three finale. Well, season three technically series is for British shows, but it's season three of Astro's Evil Dead. I just there's a big fucking kaiju at the end. And I, and I do appreciate a good kaiju monster, because that's just fun. And um, then Ash goes to the future, and uh, then, yeah, it ends with him in the future, because nobody was watching it, because Stars is notoriously shite. 
and they were just like not show. They were like trying to hide the, which I don't get that. Why do networks and streaming services like hide try and hide content from people who want to watch it? Like I don't understand. That seems counterproductive. I I really don't. What I really hate is I I hate. And the show, yeah, the show was cancelled because nobody was watching it. It's like, if you don't show it to people, if you don't show like, people won't watch it if they don't see it. Also, people pirated it because nobody, because they didn't want to subscribe to Stars. because I guess Stars doesn't have a lot of content. And they were just like, well, we'll just pirate it. And I'm like, I mean, I guess that's fair. Like, what's the point of subscribing to a service if there's, like, one show you want to watch on it, you know? Yeah, I'm not really worth it. But I think it is interesting that, like, show, you know, I mean, you you look at places like Netflix, they are just cancelling shows left and right, and they're shows that have, like, just come out, like, they do not, they do not wait a few months to get the viewing figures in, they just are like, nah, we're gonna just cancel a show because it didn't get all the viewers we expected in a week, you know, it's just, um, but... There's been a lot of rumours about Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 4, although I think it's kind of going to be an animated... There's going to be, like, an animated series which is sort of continuing it, which I'm yeah, fine I'm with. I'm fine with that. I'm I'm fine with more Evil Dead, just as long as Sam Raimi and Co. are still involved. I do hope, though, that when Sam Raimi and Co. pass, that they just don't make anything else with Evil Dead, because I feel like it won't be as good if Sam Raimi's not involved. Like... Mm. I, I don't know, we'll see, I guess, but I'm happy if it sort of ends with, with Sam Raimi and they don't touch it ever again. No, I'm, I'm on board for that. Uh, but yeah, I give Ash vs. Evil Dead a very weak 10 out of 10. I, I love it. It's, it's phenomenal. One of my favourites. I mean, I'm not changing my rating that drastically. I'm bumping up to a very, very strong 8 out of 10. Yeah. Evil Dead Rise is coming out. It'll be out... The week Ooh. this episode is out, the only show, the cinema I usually go to, their showings are at 9.20pm, and it's just like, what, I can't, mm, just, I just want to watch this movie, I want to go see it. Spend and, an afternoon at the cinema. Yeah, I know, I might just go to a, because I have classes on Thursday and Friday, so I might just go to the cinema after class and watch it then. Because I want to see it as soon as possible. Because it's maybe my most... No, second most anticipated film of the year. Um, yeah, second. Just one. Uh, Spider-Verse 2. Uh. I know you're not as big... I, you're not as big a fan of Spider-Verse as I. You know, I, I, I like yeah. it a lot. But I'm, I, can't, I can't say I'm, I'm that into it. I'm, I don't know what... I feel like... It'll at worst, it'll be like an eight out of ten. Honestly, I can't see it being bad because I don't. Because even though Sam Raimi's not directing or anything, twenty thirteen Evil Dead was fant- was really good, you know, and he wasn't directing. So I reckon it'll probably be quite good. And no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll talk about it in the review of the year, which won't even be out till the beginning of twenty twenty four. So, gotta wait so much, so long before you can even get our thoughts on it. 
But I think that's pretty much it. Um, I will probably not have an episode out next week just because I've got a lot of stuff that I need to get done for uni, like sort of that weekend. So I, plus I was going to do a tie-in to the this Peter Pan live action that they're doing, but fuck that because I don't care. Uh, so instead, uh, you'll have to, there'll be an episode out um, a couple weeks after, and then. Um, I've got some, yeah, interesting stuff that I'm looking forward to doing. Uh, gonna do some, a few, like, three-parter episodes, which are gonna be a lot, but I'm looking forward to doing them. We did Hereditary and Midsummer last week for Bo is Afraid, which also comes out the week of this. I am... Um, not as interested in Bo's Afraid, but I'll still see it, because I like Ari Aster. Yeah, thank you all for listening. Check out Facebook and Instagram. You can email if you want. You don't have to. Uh, just listen to the other episodes, really. That's all that matters. Just listen to the episodes. Uh, and I think that's pretty much it, so I'll see you guys in the next one. Goodbye.